You are listening to Caring Connected Conversations, and I'm Sydney, one of your hosts. I'm Angie, your other host. Each week, Sid and I will carry on conversations about physical, mental, and spiritual wellness. We will share our personal experiences and thoughts in a raw and inviting way. We hope to inspire you on your personal growth journey as we share tips, wisdom, and guidance around self-healing, self-growth, and most importantly, self-love. We want to connect on a deeper level, and what better way than through conversation. We hope this opens new doors for you to connect to the people in your life by carrying on our conversations. Now, let's get connected. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Caring Connected Conversations podcast. So excited to be here with another episode coming out for you guys. We are kind of taking a turn. If you listened to last week, it was all about manifestation. And this week, we're diving in deeper in a different direction. And we're taking things in the direction of fear and what we're afraid of. And I think the funny thing about fear is it's so common for us to hear, I'm afraid of snakes, I'm afraid of heights, I'm afraid of the dark or or anything like that. I'm afraid of the ocean, right? And, And I think that those fears can go deep. I think we carry them in a deep way, but we almost look at them in a surface level way. And I'm really excited to dive into the deepness of my fears and Angie's fears and really kind of share how we've moved through them or how we're currently moving through them. Just as a reminder that if you have fears similar to these, or you maybe resonate with what we're sharing, you know, you're not alone in that. Right. And I think that there's power when we create this connection and we show up for each other, uh, we can relate to each other more and we can learn through each other's perspectives, especially when it comes to fear. So before we jump into the topic, hello, Ange, how are you doing today? Hey, hey, I am doing so good, which is funny that I say so good because when we first literally got on this call, I was like, yeah, I'm doing all right. And that's because I was going through something and I'm so excited now to be able to talk about it because if you've, you know, listened to any other previous episode, you know, you know, Ange, she likes to talk. She's a little chatterbox, but also I feel like I like to talk myself through whatever I'm currently going through where I'm more of like, um, I want to say like an auditory learner, but hearing it from myself, if that literally makes any sense. <laughs> I'm kinesthetic for everything else, but like, I need to like hear myself out when I speak. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to dive into this topic today because yeah, as you said, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be chit-chatting about fears that have come up into our life, fears that we've overcome, um, you know, and how, how we show up in the everyday world, knowing that fear is going to always be there. And just a quick little, you know, side note here, we did do an episode. Oh my goodness. I'd have to go back on my notes to check this out. But we did do an episode about fear and we were talking about how fear was in the driver's seat or in the back seat, And we got to choose where we wanted fear to sit, right? Like we're in a car. So are you going to choose for fear to drive that car for you? And you don't know where it's going 
Or are you choosing to tell fear to sit down in the back seat? You're going to drive the car no matter what, but fear is going to be there because fear never goes away. It's not something that you can say, okay, fear, I've moved through this. I'm no longer going to be, you know, scared of this thing, or there's no longer going to be a fear popping up in my life. Well, here's the thing, guys. Fear is always going to be present. And that's why I love using that car analogy, like I said a few episodes ago, because when you're in that mindset of being in control of your fear, those negative quote unquote traits about yourself, you can show up in a, in a much more different light where it's like, okay, I am now taking charge. I am going to be in charge of how I'm going to show up in my life. I know I'm going to be scared. I know that fear is going to pop forward at certain times in my life. So I am in this moment choosing to either A, let it drive the car or B, sit down in the back seat. I love that. And I'm so glad that you brought that thought back in. I forgot about that episode, but it's funny, right before you brought it up, I remembered and I don't remember what title it is or, or what number it is. So you guys go on back. I'm sure you'll find it if you're interested. But I think that's exactly it is that remembering that fear is always with us and we get to either allow it to control us and how we show up in the world or be aware of it, recognize recognize that it's there and choose to redirect in a positive way. So I love this. I also was laughing because you were talking about yourself in the third person and it sounded so funny. So I think that's hilarious. Um, so yeah, let's jump right in um, to fear and how it shows up in our life and how it can control us in a way that we don't even realize it at times, you know, a, a fear that I, have worked through, but it's still part of my life is the fear of rejection and the fear of judgment. And it's something that I didn't for the longest time, I didn't even realize it was there. Like I, it was very much an unconscious fear or a subconscious fear that was just in my being. And I think a lot of people pleasers can connect to this fear as well. And I say that in the space of maybe as soon as I say it right away, you're like, oh, no, 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 I don't have that fear. Because that was me as well. Like, no, 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 I don't have that fear. But it's the deepness, right? It's not a surface level fear. It is so deep and embedded within you that it is actually dictating how you show up in life. And, you know, I've talked about my people pleasing ways a lot before and how I would show up in the world. And it truly was to make sure that everyone else was happy and to make sure that everyone else was working towards their dreams and make sure that everyone else was receiving what they desired to receive. Um, because I thought that I was a kind person and that was really nice of me to behave that way. And, and it is for sure, right? It's not like I was, you know, uh, it's not like it's a bad trait in a sense, um, but it can have some negativities to it, right? If we're not willing to look at it because I don't get to actually decide who else is happy and when they experience happiness, it, that, that's their, their emotions and they may never reach the happiness. So if I'm doing things to only get them to be happy and I'm waiting and waiting for them to be happy, then I can be waiting for a long time, bringing it back to fear. So fear of rejection. As I worked through this, I really started to realize that I was so afraid of how people uh, reacted to me, how people responded to me, how people viewed me, that I changed who I was almost like a chameleon, 
right? Around certain people, I would behave in a certain way and I would hold different standards and I would carry different opinions that weren't truly the standards that I desire to hold. And they weren't truly the opinions that I desire to hold, right? But I I changed myself and I influenced myself just to please others because I was so afraid of being rejected. And I came away from those experiences not really knowing who I was because I was constantly trying to show up in a way that other people would like and other people wanted me to be right without them coming out and saying hey you should be this person it was more of a me judging the way that they react and behaved to how I reacted and behaved and then trying to influence who I was so maybe they would like me a little bit more you know and there's definitely there's at least one instance in my life that immediately pops up and there's this person that I was working for And I really wanted to be her friend. I wanted to be her friend so bad that I did everything in my power to be her friend. And I lost myself in that. And no, like, it's not like she changed me. I changed me. Right. And after leaving uh, that workspace and, and leaving that friendship, ultimately, I had to come back to and figure out, like, who am I and how can I move forward with this fear of rejection without it debilitating me, without it controlling me? And I think now I can say, you know, not I'm healed from that fear, but now I'm aware of that fear. Right. And it doesn't control me because as I move through life, I can point out specific situations as they're happening or even before they happen and really check back in with myself and say, you know, am I taking action for me or am I taking action to please somebody else? Because I'm afraid they might reject me if I don't take this action. And that's the key with fear is getting really clear on where your triggers are and how you can just check back in with yourself and making sure that your intention is in the right space. So true. And you know what word was popping up for me the entire time you were explaining that was accommodating. You were trying Mm. to be so accommodating. You were trying to accommodate how you show up so that way the other person or the other people that you're around feel accommodated. They feel fulfilled with your presence. And that's almost it's almost like that was the reason behind why you had to feel like a chameleon. It's like you had to shapeshift yourself to turn into this ideal version of yourself to accommodate that person in that moment, in that time. And you felt lost because you were stuck in this chameleon transformation process that was happening on autopilot that you didn't even feel like you had full control of. And remember we talked at the start of the episode about fear being present in our life. Well, in my opinion, if you were to use that analogy, you let the fear of how other people are going to perceive you take full control of the car. So because fear was in control of that car, this you were on a long road trip, my friend, that you had no idea where you were going. And then the next thing you know, you realize like, oh my goodness, this relationship is not good for me. I need to find myself because I'm letting this relationship, you know, dictate how I show up in now all aspects of my life or in most aspects of my life. And I think that finding that, you know, correlation between the two is a perfect little tie in. 
I think it's funny that you say that, you know, being aware that, oh, this is this, how this relationship is moving, you know, I don't want it to go in that direction. That's not actually how it happened. And I think this is where we need to be willing to look at, you know, the darkness. We've talked about this before. We, if we're wanting to grow, if we're wanting to evolve, we're wanting to become the next best version of ourselves, we have to be willing to look at the shadows and, you know, where life is challenging and why it feels challenging, right? Because that's where we learn. So it's not that one day I woke up and I said, whoa, wait a second here. This isn't how I want to move forward, you know, the way that I'm showing up in this relationship, whoa, I have a fear. And it's, it, it didn't happen that way. It was actually, you know, a, a lot of problems popped up, you know, in that specific relationship and in other aspects of my life. And it all felt like my life was falling apart, right? What I had once known was no longer a a truth or a fact in my life. And it felt like everything was changing and I had no control over it. And I was trying to find my way. I was trying to find out, you know, as these things change and shift and I no longer have these or can rely on them, what do I want moving forward? Right. And I think that's the work of not just looking at the shadow, but also looking at the light. And it's like, a combination of both of those and working through that to really figure out how this fear is, or or to really figure out that there is a fear, right? So it was about realizing there's challenges, there's problems, things are exploding, things are changing in my life, not necessarily for the better is what it feels at the time, right? Wow, Mm -hmm. I'm losing friendships, I'm losing people, why does this keep happening? And then looking at like, who do I want to be? Who am I in this moment? And who do I want to become? Right? And I think tying both of those in, I'm, I'm a huge fan of emotions and actually learning from our emotions. So looking at the challenging emotions that popped up through those difficulties, and then looking at the positive emotions that I desire, that I want to grow into, and I want to move towards, and being able to see them both, that's what directed me towards uncovering the fear. It's not like one day it just popped up and I was like, oh, I have a fear of rejection, right? There was a lot of deep work that went into that. And Mm -hmm. I, and a lot of the conversations that you and I had, Ange, that really led me towards uncovering this fear and realizing that, whoa, as I now know that this fear exists within me, I can reflect on so many other relationships and situations and experiences where that fear was controlling me. And I had no idea. So yeah, I think maybe that gives a, a little bit of a different explanation of, of how I experience this fear coming forward. Absolutely. And I love how you broke that down because where I was coming from was how I was experiencing my fears. And I was, it was weird. I had this like block up where I'm like, no, this is where they come from. I wasn't open in, in hearing. And now I'm really getting a good understanding of, you know, how those fears come forward. It's because as you get more accustomed to, you know, this style of living with your personal growth or development, sometimes you forget what it's like to be, you know, back at square one. And literally that just happened to me. I literally forgot what it was like to feel 
like when this fear first originally pops forward in our life. And I think that's such an, an important reminder, especially for our listeners, because maybe they're not in a position to really hear and understand where those fears are popping up. So hearing it from your perspective, absolutely. It's almost like, oh yeah, it makes sense. You know, it's like, you're, it's kind of like you're in that, that uh, victim mindset, you know, like, why is this happening? Like the world's falling apart, like, ah, and like, you're just losing total control. Whereas, you know, from my perspective, it literally did feel like that. Like one day I just like woke up and I'm like, I have this fear. And to be quite honest, it might be because I'm a little bit further, not, not, you know, further into like my own personal journey. You know what I mean? Like, cause this has been two years down the road for me. And the reason why I'm saying it like this is because this morning was when I had that realization where I was like, Oh my God, I have this fear. But I realized I had this fear going to bed last night because the fear was of me going to bed. The fear is I'm scared to fall asleep. I something's holding me back. Something is making me procrastinate like intentionally to go to sleep because I'm scared to wake up. And, you know, like when I had this realization and it's, it's like, I just became, you know, woke in the moment, like literally last night. And I'm like, what is going on? Why can't I just get off this couch and go downstairs? Like, what's the disconnect? Is it something in the room? Is it, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And honestly, I think it's part of, you know, what I was recently moving through and still am moving through this seven year breakup, because there was one morning where I woke up out of bed and my whole life changed in a matter of like 45 minutes of me being up and mornings used to, and they still are my favorite time. I've just kind of like, you know, changed my morning routine now, but I used to always be so excited to wake up out of bed and turn on that cappuccino machine and make myself a beautiful cup of cappuccino and, you know, watch the birds, the bees, the, the snow, you know, depending on the season outside and just be in that moment. And I started to do that. But in the middle of my morning routine, that's when my whole life changed. That's when, you know, things came to light that I never thought would ever come to light. And when I caught myself last night, scared to go to sleep, I'm like, what are you scared of, Ange? And I realized I'm scared to wake up in the morning and have my whole life completely change in a matter of 45 minutes. And I could sit, I could like cry right now because I feel the emotions are so intense because this literally just happened to me, you know, last night where I, I couldn't figure it out. Like my, I know my sleep has been off. I know my sleep has been off, but I haven't been able to sit here and be like, oh, it's this, this is the reason. Oh, it's, it's this, or I have, but it's, you know, I, I thought like, oh, it's my third, my third eye chakra that's off. You know, I need to add more meditation. I need to be a little bit more mindful of this. So I started to do those things. And here we are, you know, two and a half months later. And the, this fear is coming forward as if I was just finally awake in the moment. And you're scared to wake up into your new reality, because that could mean you have another new reality. And I think that fear is so real and so raw right now that I do feel so emotional, you know, speaking about it. Yeah. I love this, you know, 
I feel like I'm right there with you as you explain this, which I think there's so much grace in being able to share what you're currently moving through. And I know you started out this conversation saying that you like talking through what you're currently going through. Um, And I think that there is a power in listening to someone explain what it is that they're currently going through as an empath myself, when I'm listening to someone, it really pulls me into their perspective and how they're experiencing this moment. And, you know, you say that the way that this fear came forward is maybe different than the way that my fear came forward. And I agree with you. I think it is very different. And because we were as yours is popping up and when mine popped up, we're at different phases of our personal growth journeys, right? Mine was right when I started to wake up, right? So my sense of awareness in how I moved through life was very different, right? You've been on your personal growth journey for a number of years now. And so your sense of awareness is, is a lot larger. Okay. So immediately what's coming up for me, and maybe this gives you a good opportunity to look a little bit further into your own fear is time and control. That's what's coming up for me as you share your fear, right? Like this sense of time. Um, Am I using my time appropriately when I fall asleep and I wake up the next morning? Am I going to wake up and say, damn, I wasted another day and I wasn't using my time. And then that sense of control, because everything that happened on that particular day was totally out of your control. So there's this, this fact that when I wake up, I'm going to be waking up to a reality that is out of my control and who knows what it's going to look like, how it's going to feel and how it's going to affect me. Right. And that, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's truth. There is so much out of our control. So maybe there's just some mindset work and belief work that needs to be moved through there. So when you fall asleep and you choose to wake up in the morning, it's less of a sense of what's happened that's out of my control. And it's more of a sense of I trust myself and I know what I have control over and whatever is happening outside of me, I know I can get through it. And I know that I'm putting the work in to create what I desire. Does that resonate with you at all? Yeah, it definitely does. And it definitely puts me in a, a place where I know that I need to move through this and there's some more, you know, crapola I got to figure out, but it's definitely a wonderful time for me to hear it because I think when I'm more aware and, you know, really owning into how I'm currently feeling it makes it easier for me to move through it because it's almost like, okay, this is what I'm trying to move forward rather than like, what am I trying to move forward? So coming from a place of knowing that it's like, okay, I have this fear. Now I need to move through it. You know, hearing back, like working on the mindset, it's like a hundred percent. I know there's something about mindset. Well, I I shouldn't say I know, sorry. (laughs) I know I should be um, working something on, on mindset wise, but it's a perfect reminder too, to know that, you know, nobody's going to be perfect at any point in their personal growth journey. So because these fears keep popping forward, it's almost like we do, in a sense, regress all the way back to level one. We don't know what to do now that we have this fear. But now that we have this fear, it's almost like, oh, yeah, right. Back to the drawing board. Like, this is what I got to do. This is how I have to heal. So I'm definitely glad that I brought this this forward in, you know, in light of me just literally moving through it. So thank you for your two cents on that, Sid. And I think, you know, getting a little bit more two cents would be perfect for not only myself, but for our listeners as well. If we just, you know, 
quickly dove into a card reading to finish things off. Yep. Definitely. I agree with you. And it, and it is just the reminder that, you know, fears are going to always pop up at different times, right? You already started to try a couple different things and, and figure it out. And you already knew that there was something there, but you were like, what, what is it? What is it? And then at the right time, it came forward the what. So now you can start to figure out, okay, how, how can I move through this? So it's a process and you're on it. And it's a reminder for everyone out there. If you're noticing fears coming forward, or if you're struggling through something, just keep moving through it. Just keep going. And the answers will come when the time is right. So let's just give the cards a little shuffle here and just see, you know, what is some extra guidance that we're needing to hear today? What is something that we are needing to know right now? Okay, so we got one card coming forward here, and I am getting that there's another one. Yeah, right here. Okay, perfect. So the first card that's coming forward is Shield Maiden, and she says, make plans and focus. So that's a really interesting card to come forward right now, really asking us to, you know, dig in, you know, whether it's, you know, you're healing fears, you're working on your personal growth, you're building a business, you've got jobs, you've got a lifestyle. She's saying you are wanting to create change. You're wanting to create change in a positive way in your life. And you've done a lot of the visualization and the thought process. And, you know, you've got some good ideas running through you. And now is a time to actually make the plans. Now is a time to actually get to work and put the focus in, right? Because you're not going to be able to make these shifts that you desire until you get committed and dedicated to your plans. So start putting the action steps together. You don't need 20, right? Even if you just have one, but you know the direction you are wanting to head, then that's enough of a plan. But she says you have to make a plan and start focusing on it. And then the next card that we're receiving is High Priestess. And she says, harness mystic power. And I love this in combination with Shield Maiden because High Priestess is saying you have power and it is mystical right? You have this magic, you have this medicine and this gift within you. And right now you're being asked to harness it as you make these plans and you focus, right? There is something within you that is powerful and it is going to keep moving you in the right direction. So you feel inspired and motivated each step of the way. So I love that these two cards are coming together for us right now. I am mind blown right now. These were the most perfect cards to ever be pulled because remember how I just said, I didn't know what it was. And now I know what it is. It's like that how card, you know, shield maiden, how is the start? It's as long as you have some sort of a plan, when you figure out what direction you need to be moving towards, you know, everything is going to start falling into place. You don't need to worry about, you know, the 47 steps. You just got to worry about taking that first step and, you know, owning into your power, hence higher priestess. So, oh my goodness, that those were just amazing cards to be pulled. So thank you for pulling those said. And listeners, I hope that those cards also resonated for you because I know they definitely did for me. So with that, guys, we're going to close things off today. A quick little chat about fear, you know, what we've moved through, what we're currently moving through. And just to give you guys, you know, more of a connected feeling that things are going to be okay. You're going to find your way through whatever difficulty you're facing. You just have to put 
one foot down and trust that it is on solid ground. So you got this. We love you. And we cannot wait to see you guys all next week. Bye. Bye, everyone.